deep in the depths of the place called Kindergarten, where man-shaped holes and inert devices of unknown purpose are all that remain of the activities of creatures from the Great Un. Something stirs. A being who seems more machine than alive works tirelessly. But on what, none know for certain. She is twisted and hateful, and whatever she desires spells doom for all mankind. And she has created something. Something unnatural. Something unholy. Something in pain. Witness the terror. Feel the fear. Behold the horror of the creature of Peristyme! spooktacular oh no hell not it's Ooh. summer hi everybody <laughs> welcome to the ringo doing? zone i am Hello. your ghost host max i'm also known as the incredibly supple and busty elvira <laughs> and uh joining us today are <laughs> uh billing and uh, i just want to say elvira can get it i hear you there Dude, she's like 50 yeah. and she still looks amazing uh, i know she that can is still like get it it's like unnatural I mean, how, can, almost, you, how can you just not love that big, bouncy hair? Oh, <laughs> the hair. <laughs> so who else is here, guys? Uh, I'm Evan. Else? I'm yeah. the ghost host with the most. I'm the ghost host. And Elvivav is very sexy. That. No, I'm the ghost host with the most. I had an additional rhyme. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the gracious ghost host. Always stepping on my shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just step on them bits. I'm going to step on it. I'm going to smoosh them a little bit. Ugh. Oh, no. But Elvivav is sexy. So Get your feet fine. off my boobs. He's got... And, uh... And, uh... I am, uh... I'm Randy. I'm, uh, the disappointed son of the ghost of Elvis Presley. <laughs> and, no, no, no. So, hold on. Uh, the... You're the son the disappoint of- the disappointing son, not the disappointed. Yeah, I was my bad. Say, uh, I'm the disappointing son of the ghost of Elvis Presley. You're the disappointing son of the ghost of the disappointed Elvis Presley. Yeah, no, because <laughs> I was gonna say like the, the disappointing son, like disappointed of what that he was disappointed a in the quality of this podcast, just in general. Yeah. Yes, I'm disappointed <laughs> in this podcast. Anyway, uh, this podcast tonight, today is about tonight. Uh, we're we're in just the gonna middle. not do an episode. We're just gonna <laughs> okay. we're gonna redo okay, last okay, night's okay, episode stop, because stop. it was so good. God, no. So tonight we are in um, the real, like, story-loaded, whammy, dead center of Stephen Bomb 2, keeping it together. This episode was a doozy. Literally the first line, instant intrigue. They're immediately like, where's Paradot at? They just started out strong. There's no... No and then the first going. line, you were like, well, fuck, Paradox showing up, and it's going to be about fusions, because they talk <laughs> yeah, exactly. about fusions, yeah. and maybe more shirt folding, which they did have, yeah. and I was excited. I just, I, st- I love the callback to that, that uh, all of Stephen's shirts are, like, leftover merchandise the that Greg has. He, he just has never had to buy him clothes for that reason. Like, it's he has to have, like, hundreds of shirts in that pile. Yeah, and of all I sizes, would... for as he grows up, too, he can yeah. always wear that shirt, which I feel like he always will. I just, that, I I'll gotta point out, I, I appreciate the fact that there's a there's a canonical reason for him to have main character uh, wardrobe syndrome, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. and that he just had like it's just you know his dad his dad's music career never took off so here have ten thousand band shirts yeah, yeah I also like um and I never I want to address this back on uh, sworn to the sword but never did how we finally saw like 
the temple hand that the laundry but, machines are on, and yeah. apparently yeah. there's a warp pad mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> that's that, just a gem. It makes me wonder how do they ah! make warp, what are warp pads? Because it means it seems like some kind of gem technology. Like they can they just make them? Like it's a well, really interesting question. That also, really how easy it to set up? Because it's like, well, we just need one to our laundry room, and you know, maybe a exactly. bedroom. Well, that yeah. means that the fridge that means is kind that of far that away. So if if that's been there the whole time, it means that um, you know Stephen kind of getting wonky during the lunar sea spire. That's not the first time he's ever been on a warp pod. Uh, you, because how the fuck else has he gotten up there if it turns out that that's actually a warp you pad? Can't, he he doesn't do his laundry, doing his laundry for him. Yeah. Oh, that's that's also... That you can't say Lunar yeah. Seaspire on this podcast, Jelsey. Yeah, and by yeah. gems, I mean I'll, I'll, Pearl. I'll, I'll, because... use, I'll use the sensor. I'll use yeah, the use sensor. By the gems, I mean Pearl, because we saw the chore wheel. I'm happy. Yeah. The chore wheel, the chore I, wheel I, is the best. The I love the chore wheel. Great. I also love buy engine oil because it like Greg is like a running friends. gag now. Love it. Yeah. Um, I love I was it. Gonna, I was also gonna say, um, I like the entire explanation of the kindergarten that they gave because it's like I, for some reason, am imagining that they were injecting actual gems with some kind of mineral thing that brings them life. Which is I exactly guess, what they do. No, but it's that they're it's it's that they're somehow injecting something which gathers life from. Well, no, that's, it, the, that's that, what the gems that's do. Where, but that's it's what the not gems like do. they absorb the life around them when but, they're incubating. Yeah, but they're not the literally dropping in an amethyst. I don't think, and then the amethyst sits there and absorbs life. Same. I think they were dropping something which was an amethyst by using pressure and the minerals around it, etc. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. gathers oh, okay. life. So it's okay. like now we kind of actually know how they're created, which is really interesting, and why they're yeah. also just made in like kindergartens on the sea. Floor. Yeah, I this guess, expands yeah. so much lore in this episode. Yeah, we'll yeah. get down to it. Well, it explains right, why uh, the Earth will die because he's saying the Earth will die, and they give no actual oh, yeah. definitive reason. And now we have an actual it's reason like, to be like, all right, yeah. At first, it people are like, well, why is the gems doing this a bad thing? You know, they could just build the kindergarten to make the gems, but now we know. Okay, this sucks energy. This sucks the life. Well, here's my out of theory. the my, out of the planet. My other theory is that um, my or my personal, I guess, head or whatever is that uh, gems like amethyst are it, it's a real gem. Like a real amethyst gem, they find and in, is infused with life. And uh, Earth is one of the only places with gems like that, so it's the only other place they could go. I don't think they're quite like like uh, Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z, where they just go from planet to planet to planet, fucking shit up just because they can and feel like it. You know? Oh, like, that's interesting. You know what I mean? See, that, that means that certain uh, gems are can only be created on certain planets if those rocks are only found on that planet. Yeah, right. no. See, well, that's what I thought originally. But my my thing is that it's that they're not finding an actual amethyst rock. They're implanting whatever the seed of life is. So that that seed of life is into added, an existing is, yeah, amethyst. No, no, not that's into my an existing theory. amethyst. So into a depth which includes the minerals on that planet, which would only which would lead to an amethyst, and with the pressure and the heat and all the shit. That makes oh, a rock. That's a fair point. So that yep. turns into the amethyst that could only exist on Earth compared to whatever other planet. So that they both kind of hold up because I originally thought they were finding amethysts and injecting Either that way, amethyst with it. But, between... but it still works that yeah. There definitely are unique to planet yeah. gems, is the point. That, well, that yeah. yeah. And then they I think between both of theories also Earth is important in both of them. It's not just another place. Of course. Well, is, is Earth important? Because I've always felt like Earth isn't. It's kind of like when we fought uh, the, the Americans for international. We're, we're all Americans. That's, that's what I say. We all um, like, white men. We fought against England for for independence, and we we're like, ah, oh, fuck off, rebellion. But they didn't. We didn't really win. They said, okay, this war is costing too much money, and we're spending too many troops. So fuck it, and that's how that ended. We didn't actually win that. War. We won in the sense that they left, but. 
We didn't beat them off, and they were like, oh, we're crippled. And so what like, you're telling yeah. me is that in the <laughs> war between Rose's forces and Homeworld, there was a third faction that was the French. And that faction was probably led by the Onyx Wizard. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Onyx the funny wizard. thing is, I honestly would buy that there's another faction, but we don't need to get into I think that. Yeah, I think basic. that's humans. I think humans are the, the next faction. Well, I humans are the French. We don't know that. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, that's, we, that's the thing. Is we didn't, I can't humans are the French. Well, yeah, Rose didn't really win that war. <laughs> they, like, clearly just left, and they left some shit to come back to, and then now they came back to it. I that's really all that happened case, here. Though, and then because... we were on the sidelines, like, well, we just, we're just we just going to deal with Louisiana over here. We're going to do our thing. You guys have fun with the colonies. <laughs> you, guys, you guys do what you do. We're going to go invent gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're an interstellar empire. They could send enough troops to de realistically defeat Rose's arm. Like, they have a Catholic... Like, planets full of aliens I don't know if that's true. I feel like if if Rose Quartz was as big as people like as big as people have theorized that they are as in one well, of the Well, she was pretty big. We've seen eight feet tall. Da, 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 da. Hey, he's hey. got jokes. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. Also, okay. Rose is involved, but I'm saying, do you think that our specific planet is much that much more important and when no, you travel I do not think galaxies? I think Earth is a huge deal because like uh return is another great example because when jasper's here she's just like this is what you had me deal with i'm hell i we traveled halfway across the galaxy to this fucking to this like fucking backwater sorry to use a generic term that every sci-fi movie uses for earth but this backwater planet to deal with these like shameless display defective pearl overcooked runt blah 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 like Jasper treats this as like a like a chore, an annoying thing that she has yeah. to do. And also, uh, moreover, Peridot didn't turn the kindergarten back on. That's she was like, "Fuck it, destroy the kindergarten. I don't give a shit. I'm out." Yeah. yeah, she just wanted the data from this. Like, yeah. Yes, that's what I'm going to bring up next. Paradox. Paradox. but I think Peridot yes. kind of proves that the planet is the kindergarten art was, was needed. Because now it's time to make they could give the a shit if yeah. Earth is now isn't used again as a <laughs> gem outpost. Yeah, they could. She could give a shit. Shit. So, I think the homeworld couldn't give a shit. Yeah, so um, well, I think the homeworld cares in as much that. as Earth is like the one that got away, but so, they don't care. So <laughs> two two thoughts off the bat: the word "cloud" will never stop being a thing. Now Tumblr will just use the word bucks, "cloud" as much as possible. Twenty bucks Claude, Claude. next week, we see somebody being called a clod on r slash uh, I am very smart. I'm talking to you, Redders. Don't you fucking use the word "clod" to describe idiots. It's like Please. euphoric. Come on. Yeah, and she and uh, she's now divinity. <laughs> I didn't even villain. know that was a subreddit. She hasn't even laughed. That's a. Is that a subreddit, Evan? Our, I am very smart. Is hilarious. Oh my I, god! I need to check that out after this. Oh, I need to check that out right now. But yeah. uh, so yeah, Paradise definitively a villain. So as much as anyone wants to apologize for her, like, Randy. now she is. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I, no, 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 I'm okay. going to start with a sentence, and I need you to just bear with me for a second. <laughs> okay. The people who committed the atrocity of 9-11 were heroes. Now, let me keep going, okay? Okay. So, from their culture, from their perspective, from what they were raised with and what their environment was, imagine that you were them, and you were told, there is this giant superpower across, you know, this, they, they fuck up everything, they have horrific ideals, they're basically a bunch of demons dancing around each other and just spreading evil, and no one can stand up to them because they're so fucking powerful. But if we do this one thing... And you give your life, 
you will prove that they are not completely in power and that people do disagree with them. That person is a hero. Now, from our perspective, they fuck shit up and that was an awful thing to do. And I would say definitively, that's a fucked up, horrible thing to do. But more relativism would say, that person's not a bad person. That person's from a different perspective than you. And that means that they just were following that perspective. So I would say Peridot as being a bad person, quote unquote, no, she's not a bad person. She's a person with a much different idea. She's a than pawn us. in yeah, what yeah, could in the, potentially in, be. And whatever her thoughts on Earth, organic life forms, or anything are, we don't know them necessarily, but just on the base value of she's doing horrific like scientific experiments or collecting data I, from those experiments, I, that doesn't make her evil. It makes her villainous. That's the real I color of villain. It's just a villainous I character. I agree, but you do need to apologize to America. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. America. Yes. I'm a New Yorker. I remember well, 11 I was in I was okay. Great. I okay, remember, I remember the announcement over the, Randy, over the over speakers. The, uh, it was horrible. National I'm 100% not yes. saying 9-11 was good. One, it's an uh, example. Okay. That's a good one, though. That's all. Listen up, Dylan. Recite the Pledge of Allegiance right now. I don't remember it. God <laughs> damn it. Repeat after me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic. And to the Republic. And Richard stands. Unjudged. Under God. Indivisible. 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 With liberty. With liberty. Liberty and, and justice, justice for all. For all. Alright, got there. Yeah, no, I, I love America. Shit. I was just you an example of moral so so time from each other. <laughs> we were we were we were waiting for him to say so you're Pete. Well, I I I couldn't tell if they were following me. That we went, but we back to oh, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, you were both following him, but you guys were following him like off like time with yeah, each other so yeah. badly. As a bystander, as an outside party, that was the worst uh, <laughs> utterance of the Pledge of Allegiance by many people I have ever heard. I am sorry to my, my <laughs> second grade teacher, Miss Russell, but back to Peridot, uh, spunky as yes. fuck. I don't think that she's that dorky and no, awkward. I think she has a spunky ass personality. And I like the way she actually speaks more Evan. than the uh, Evan. than the fan oh the fan personality. I actually like her. Like, ah, you can have it, fuckers. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, I like I like that a lot more than being like. <laughs> Basically, whatever. here's here's what Peridot became. Here's what Peridot became in this episode. Um, is she irredeemably evil? Maybe. I mean, I mean, we have I'm to just see gonna more. Say, of I'm just gonna her say plot. it's like moral relativism. You're not yes. wrong. But also, fuck that, Peridot's a bad person. Exactly. That's um, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, there like, we go. Like, Peridot <coughs> was yeah. going to, like, remorselessly kill Steven, and you can't say, oh, she's, you know, just from a different culture. No, murder is murder. And Steven's murder like, hi, I'm murder. a sentient being trying I think... to engage in dialogue with no, him. Like, as, somebody who's been like a, great... as somebody who's been an actual fan of Peridot, I want, I'd like to have, like, a little, my, I'd like to present my opinion. Uh, you can go been... when I'm done, asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I just wanted to point that, that out. That? Continue. How about that? I continue. Shit. Fuck you, Cordially continue. Cordially invited to rim job me. Uh, in the rim job zone. Keep going. Rim jobs, rim jobs, rim jobs. <laughs> Everybody gets to rim, rim job. No, God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm not in Welcome the, to the rim job zone. Pledge of Allegiance for eating out buttholes. Um, <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying though is like, and then we get, you know, <clears throat> she comes, she's doing the whole like uh, just following orders thing, but you know, still it's pretty fucked up and like she's going to take these people. Out. I mean, you know, like that's doing your duty. And as far as she knows, the Crystal Gems are war criminals. I'm kind of willing to let that one slide, but. She still tried unabashedly to kill Steven, and it's not just like cleaning out infestation. He's clearly intelligent life, and she doesn't give a fuck. And now here, it's like, 
it's not really entirely clear if those like I'm kind of having some trouble from the language in the episode if Peridot was solely responsible for those fusion experiments. Yeah. But she was definitely a part of it, and it's really like a monstrous Frankenstein thing to do. Well, considering how little she seemed to know about Earth and the Crystal Gems, and that those were gem fragments that were gathered by them, assumedly, and to do all that, I would say she wasn't there for the original experiments. No, I would say it makes sense that she's on the well, research I mean, team. She seems young. The, thing, okay, never, the impression I, I got... She's, yes. The impression I got is the, that oh, yeah. like, uh, those gem shards were just like the Crystal Gems burying their dead, and Peridot kind of like found those and started fusing the gem shards together. Oh, so yeah, there, that's the question. Like, that's, is... that's how I interpreted it. And so, like, you know, she's doing all this shit, and she's basically, you know, combining and reanimating the dead. And it's, like, a really horrible, disrespectful thing to do. And she's doing it, you know, <coughs> to members of her own species and, like, trying to weaponize the dead, basically. Well, that's the question. And, I mean, I get that, you it know, really, like, gems it... and gem biology and life force may work a different way, but still pretty fucked up. And then just the way she's selling the crystal gems, like Peridot's kind of gone. Peridot's become like the team rocket yes, of this whole affair. That's a good way to put her. Character. Like in yeah. one episode, that's what she became. Yeah. No, I think the okay, question so is okay. I really think... quickly though, do you think though that the that means that the gem shard fragments were fused just now, or that they were yes, fused a lot? Yes. That's how I interpreted it. I sometimes people say I think they were buried together and no. she fused them together. Because it could have been put there a long time ago, fused. I think she did it recently. What this that was just her I experiments think, made me think okay. of was, uh, you know, that guy from the Holocaust. That you know, I can't remember his name. Joseph Mengele. Yeah, j- him. That's yeah. It's, it's like it's real fucked up. Uh, it's really Mengele-esque, Yeah. That, whatever. Whoever, I don't. Joseph Mengele. Names. That guy. Names and words. Like, and he would like history. inject bleach into another twin, like uh, the eye of a twin, to see if bleach got into the eye of the other twin. Well, he also literally sewed twins together to see if the limbs would work. So yeah, he was. Uh, He's a little fucked wow. up. Pretty kind of awful stuff. guy. Yeah, yeah, put a real nasty tone to the Holocaust. He's just a really, yeah, really it put a shit. Well, that, that, that was the was nail in the coffin. Until that guy came along. You said that like that's the nail in the coffin for the Holocaust. It turned it into a... You know, killing six billion of my people, that's a little messed up, but... Bleach, G. Willikers. But man, pushing people into into camps, and eh, you know that's kind of bad. But the bleach and that stuff, oh, that's the nail yeah. in the coffin. Right. That's what made so, it. You only killed two thirds of my race. <laughs> 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 All right, so off the telecast for a second, Randy. You were trying to defend Paradox. Yeah, go on. And, uh, no, no, no. I was not trying it. to. Or, oh, fuck, no, no, okay. okay. Give another okay, perspective no, no, no. on it's not, it's not defending Peridot. It's a Peridot fan's incorrect perspective. Go. <laughs> My perspective is, when I first saw her, like I, like a few episodes ago, I, I think it was during the return jailbreak uh, episode, I summed up Peridot and... Uh, it was basically an angry IT person. And that's what kind of what she was presented at as a yeah, We don't no. know what she was doing, but... Like, that's not what she is anymore. She went from, like, fucking, like, angry IT person to mad fucking scientist in, like, zero time flat. And I do believe that she's, I, personally, I believe that she might have just lost her redeem, uh, redeemable card because... Evil left. Yeah, well, that, yeah. well, evil laughs. Evil laughs. To be fair, I have an evil laugh, and you all think I'm a swell guy. <laughs> and it's right. true. Well, that's because we've been lured. We were lured into a false sense but, of security with you at first, and then you revealed your true colors, fair, Max. Max, exactly. only ha- you. 
You do that when you have me tied up to like a, a sheet of metal and you have a laser slowly inching towards me. <laughs> Not when yeah. you're yeah. you know when I get away. your nipples and, uh, and uh, oh, battery. No. Getting getting back to what I was saying, yeah. Like she's lost her redeemable card mostly because how Max how fucked up that was for Garnet specifically. Specifically because of how fucked up this was for Garnet specifically, I do not see Garnet ever forgiving Peridot for being part of this experience. Wait, now, good. I want, I, I want I, them to get the, the I hear shit you there, but like, this is my thing. Yeah, I want, like, Where else? That, like this, I was I angry at Peridot like, when I saw this episode. Yeah, I love Peridot, yeah. but this scared me in anger. Did anybody notice how much fucking Pearl hated Peridot? Like, at first, a lot. Yeah. It was a, yeah, yeah. It was a, I don't blame I it. could give one fucking fuck about Paradox. I don't give a shit about her character. I don't like her. I don't dislike her. She's just a thing. I'm fine with that. I'm starting to like her more now because she has a little bit of personality to her. Yeah, but she's got... Redeemability-wise, okay, actions. what works here? Paradox dies. We kind of dislike her because she did one thing one time. She'll dislike what character we like, doesn't like. Or and she dies and that's it. Or Paradox gets bubbled and then she ostensibly dies and her character goes nowhere and narratively nothing's happened. Or does the show about, like, people being good and happy things and to a certain point, like, redeeming yourself because that's what all the gems are doing. And that show, does, did maybe she pull a Zuko? Maybe she gets taken on the prisoner of war and they all hate her and very, very slowly they don't ever really accept her. Okay. But she kind of redeems herself over think, a very long period of time by not really like redeeming said, herself but by not being evil. Because I'm not can, saying... Narratively, what else works? I, that's I like point. the redemption yes. thing. I don't like her as a character. I mean... But I, I think it is in the ship. I don't think she'll reach the same level of, like, redemption that Zuko has. Yeah. Just because of, like, Zuko was, like, yeah, he was Fire Nation, but he was young enough that he wasn't actually part of, like, the war and has never, he's basically spent his entire adult life looking for the Avatar and all he's really done is try to attack them. He's never physically hurt them that no, much. No, which is why I, I, kind of see, but... I kind of see Peridot as being, like, the character that they capture and the gems want to poof her. And Steven won't let them, exactly. so they have to, like, keep yeah. her prisoner. And ultimately what is, like, I think Steven's going to try to connect with her, and it won't work. And Peridot's going to be, like, the hard lesson for Steven that, you know, like, you just can't reason with some people. And, like, See, maybe I love he's already learned that. with Jasper, but, like, Jasper, like, with Peridot, you know, now it's, like, all the time in the world to talk and no progress, like... That's kind okay. of what I see her becoming. No, and then eventually if they like win or negotiate peace with Homeworld, like they just kind of let her go. I love that's that's, a, that's uh, an interesting idea. I just wanted to say though, that doesn't feel like in the tone of Steven Universe. Yeah. I like that idea, but okay. I think a lot of people will disagree because I of the love, reason. But uh, what were you gonna I say? Evan? I mean, I feel like I feel like show. it's kind of hard Hold on, guys. Evan had a Evan Sorry, a, yeah. 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 I love I was tone just trying to show. finish my response to Method's response to me. That's fair. Uh but it's this is like directly to that. It's your turn now. I I thank you. I appreciate that. I love the tone of the show. Uh, I think it is very like okay. You guys remember when like uh, like I guess bronies used to be a thing before they yeah. became yes. about just like who could fuck a horse. You know, like <laughs> are, we, are we gonna get into this? Let's not get no, into that. <laughs> no, I'm just it's. But originally it was about like this like anti cynicism thing and like just enjoying a show with good morals. I feel like that's what Steven Universe is. You know, yeah, it strives to be that very often. Steven Universe yeah. fandom, I think for it's the most good. part, you guys are is... all right. I like you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think the idea of Max just said would work really well and would be great. The one thing that needs to happen though, Peridot needs to do some more horrible shit. But at the current moment, I don't there give a fuck about that. There just needs to be more Peridot. The reason Zuko I need to see is because we saw his side a lot, like a lot. 
Exactly. That will not yeah. work for Paradox. So, yeah. We haven't seen well, shit. If, she, if she's in a... Because the show... And that's that's kind of like a, the double-edged sword of what Steven Universe is about. It's from Steven's perspective, so we can get this sort of like cool, never-been-kind-of-tried-before perspective about like this huge world and this huge war and this rebellion that's going on, but at the same time, when we really find something interesting, we're sort of forced to see it from Steven's perspective. And Steven doesn't experience everything like the rest of the Crystal Gems do. Well, see, that's where the advantage of having Paradise as a POW comes in, because now we get to see her perspective as a homeworld citizen, not a homeworld like leader, but somebody who's on the other side of what we're fighting. And we kind of get a little bit of Zuko, like, why I are do you doing this? Like, what are your motivations? I just think it could she... work very well. I think right now we don't know enough for anything to be definitive. Paradot is the best eyes we have to the gem planets right now. Exactly. So, the so if they world, just poofed yeah. her and they didn't interrogate her first, and if they interrogated her, I don't think it would end up with her getting poofed right away. It would be a little while if that were to happen. But if they need to interrogate her, you're losing such a humongous narrative gain. Like, it's just such a loss to be like, oh yeah, here's some person from your homeworld we can ask anything. I literally... Because I'm assuming she's not going to get off planet. She has no real way to do that. Uh, I, I, she except they didn't fucking way. catch yeah. her. Yeah, it was that you helicopter. That was, was that's like that's the thing I really love about Paradox in this episode. And like, keep in mind, I'm not saying you know like with all the shit I'm saying that I hate Paradox as a character. I think she's a bad person. I don't like Paradox. I like Paradox's role in the show now because like the fandom's version of Paradox has and, been like, demolished. Ever, I, no, yeah, I mean it's been demolished. And I love it because I hate the fandom version of Paradox. Oh, it's like, idea. Oh, she's the awkward, adorable nerd, blah, blah. Lol, Dorito jokes. We're funny because we're all 500 of us making the same joke. Oh, Don't you thank get you. It? Preach, it's brother. not funny. Get fucked by a rake. Yeah. But this, <laughs> like, she just helicopter hands away and she's like, got <laughs> a goofy laugh and I'm like, this is a thousand times funnier oh, yeah, than I, anything than that anything fandom ever came I like canon Paradox so much more than fandom Paradox because honestly, I, I, I like this one. And well, I fandom Paradox is so. nothing. Well, we, need, we need to move on, though, so. You know? Yeah. I just feel like, I mean, I know it's not going to stop at the same time, you know? I just saw the complete demolishment of fandom Paradox, and I'm like, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I don't want to like, lose time for the other one. So, last one's the Paradox. I was going to say she can run up the walls, maybe she has special feats, and I uh, didn't really think that cybernetic parts made any sense before this, but now that her hand computer does all that shit, like, the and she has, the second I... she has, like, ratchet and clank boots, maybe they are cyberkinetic. I don't know. Anyway, the one thing thoughts. that popped into my head the second I saw her running up the um, wall was, uh, do you guys remember Moon Shoes? Yes, my old ex-girlfriend. The, the jingle from that show popped into what my show? head because like, oh, Moon, Moon Shoes, shoes. Yeah. Moon Shoes, Moon's I, Anti-Gravity yeah. Shoes, Moon Shoes. I just, I, that popped into my head I and I want someone to no make I have no idea that. what you're talking I know about. What you're talking you don't know about. what Moon Shoes are? Yeah. Well, that's what they were. You just basically described it. So yeah, they were they were these little they were, they weren't fucking what Paradox can do. They were just these fucking weird plastic things you strapped to your feet, and they made you bounce a little bit when you walked. <laughs> it was the biggest fucking ripoff. It was just like every other stupid thing from the nineties. Yeah, but but I digress. So now now we get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, fusion and fucked up fusions and non uh, Franken fusions. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to say from the start before we get into that, just really interesting, is there's a person who recently came on to Steven Universe subreddit and saying like, I need an AMA flare because I gonna be able to confirm that i'm a person and i'm oh, right, sorry, a character man. yeah a character is going to be introduced in uh keeping it together and then i want to do the ama after chill tid so who got introduced besides monster hand 
So maybe Monster Hand is gonna, you know, potentially become a character, unless that's just some asshole being like, "I'm gonna do an AMA <laughs> to cause like, you know, people thinking Perhaps, a thing." Well, okay, here's, here's something. Thing. What about? I but, don't think the Frankenhand is gonna be a well, thing. Is able to uh, stitch together like they find all the pieces of a gem. Yes, so if you find you the, exactly, that. you find the other parts it's, of the corpse. He gets his healing power back. He well, spits on it. Boom! You get a new gem. That might be his uh, healing power. Doesn't work right now. It's yeah. gone at the moment. Yeah, I'm saying you need to get but, it back. To however, but he has complete control over his shield, which we know now. Yeah, he's getting yeah. better. Yeah, just it's just a th- yeah. He just kind of does it like, now, he which I love. Big epic moment anymore. He's supposed to be all rough, yeah. bro, and shit. Yeah. Uh, also, like okay, so Jasper is saying fusions are repulsive. All that makes a lot more sense now if you consider that this was most likely a thing that was going on on Homeworld. It's, I don't okay. know. If yeah, that, that's actually um going back for a couple minutes. That's like um. The other possibility is that maybe the fusion experiments were started by homeworld forces like earlier. Like maybe homeworld collected some shards because uh, like Garnet specifically said these are crystal gems. That's what I was thinking. So maybe homeworld collected these pieces of the uh, dead crystal gems and like started these experiments in the kindergarten. I mean, because I'm guessing Hand Monster is what the cluster was. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I think, oh, and I think that was the um, case. So let me, let me throw this out there. This then, maybe. What if the war was started over fusions, right? That's what I was about to say, because oh. there was that line that was, um, Rose didn't know yeah. about this. What? That, why would you drop that little plot hook unless maybe Rose did know about it, and maybe, just maybe, that's how Greg finds out about fusions. Yeah, I think... Episode. I don't know. Oh, fuck. But that would, make, that would be Tomorrow interesting. Tomorrow is either... Yeah. I'm kind of hoping, you know, I mean, especially Chili said, you know, kind of the description, like, shit's been heavy, let's lighten up a bit, implies it might not be, but part of me is hoping tomorrow that tomorrow's just, like, not serious I, It's going to be good. Oh, we yeah, that's with Rose and Greg, so I'm good to go. Oh, my God, I yes. Yeah, what, I went, what I honestly want is um, a very, like, light but then a heavy episode of finding out about the um, Ooh, about the fusions hey. that are, are fucked up, and then Steven managing to heal him because he got Yo, all the pieces. Got, okay, so okay. do we want to talk about Hand wait, Monster yeah, wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Can we, yeah, we, yeah, can we talk about the Ren and Stimpy level real quick Garnet theory face? Oh, I God, to throw yeah. Out here. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what, yeah, throw it the Gem War was started uh, because of fusions, because uh, the fusions could get too powerful and, like, we're, like, Whoever Yellow Diamond is uh, was like, oh, this is would incite riot. We need to do away, no more fusing or whatever. Obviously, people had a problem with that. Uh, but what if Yellow Diamond is a fusion? I know that this is pure conjecture, but it's like it would be sort of like Star Wars. You know how they like, oh, yeah, all the Jedi are evil, so we have to kill the Jedi, you know, and like over time society believes that Jedi are these evil, terrible things, right? So like are you with me here? Does it am I making sense? So yeah. like, not so like really. Mary, I don't think that all fusions are bad because she was raised to think that all fusions were bad, but really they're not. Uh, it's just they want oh, Yellow Diamond is the only one who wanted to have that much power. Sort of. See, the thing is uh, that's, that's interesting, but I just realized everybody hearing this tomorrow when they've heard seen the next episode, all these things are either going to sound like geniuses or like dumb assholes. Don't yeah. we so always have to this sound like geniuses or dumb assholes? Isn't that? Yeah, pretty well, much. Well, uh, saying we sound like geniuses is a bit true. generous. Uh, we sound like douchebags. I mean, I know I sound like a genius, but you guys always sound like dumbasses. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, big, I big fusion. I can't hear you over the sound of you, like, just stroking your own massive ego. How do your okay. words smell? So, the... The... <laughs> the... 
so the, so the, the big monster fucking fusion yes. some stuff i liked that that was uh not like but it wasn't settled by it was the fact that they were all screaming when you saw them for a second oh, that, that was, was terrifying and beautiful um, oh god at the same time i like oh, god, that i hate stuff like that i hate audible suffering stuff like that it was you know? honestly a gem solipedal is the best way to put it instead of a human centipede <laughs> as a uh, human centipede this oh i just realized i just realized what that thing what the hand monster reminded what? me of what what it reminded me of the um do you have you guys seen Coraline? yeah yeah of course no Remember the uh, the 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 two old ladies, and remember when they became like the taffy monster uh, in the basement? Yeah, they remind. It reminded me of that. I'm Google imaging this now. Coraline taffy monster. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know what you're that. Um, that like that that, oh, that man, type of stuff that's freaks fucking me out. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was always thinking it's interesting. Now the gem fragments with like Frybo, like he didn't have it had some sentience, but it was just like beef battle fight monster. Yeah, thing. I mean, close. Yeah. Those this- are. I mean, that's kind of. Um, well, this one I was just. Gonna- that's something I kind of wondered about for a while. Not those specifically, but the idea that there are different kinds of gems that have some level of intelligence or magical power but aren't specifically bred well, those, to be those you know like economists. yeah but there there is yeah. like the the, the desert well, glass I feel like, I feel like but... all those were not part of a of you know like a walking talking humanoid gem those are like a different classification yeah, of well, thing I don't love about those personally but I hear what you're saying cuz desert glass was not damaged and desert glass was doing Someone, exactly uh, so yeah that's some... but I want to I just wanted to say on the on the note though that this one made clothes for itself and it wasn't attacking Garnet, it was touching her and it was looking at her. So it seemed like it had a legitimate weird fucked up like consciousness. Drawn to, to her. Like yeah. it was a it was a yeah. new bit being. Well it was like some, grappling with her. Yeah, it was it, it was just kinda touching her. It wasn't ever like, like you know grabbing how, her. It was somebody they is like clothes. scared. That's the biggest thing they They're mean. not actually they're, when somebody's scared, they may be like extremely physical with somebody, but they're not trying to hurt that person. They just may be maybe so scared they don't actually have. Oh yeah, like control. I think that thing was in total pain. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I think it was just in, in terrible fear and pain, and it was not so much lashing out, but just trying to, to find itself. something yeah. to like. Yeah. Yes, and exactly. I've watched this episode now I think six or seven times, and the thing that unsettles me the most about it now is honestly the fact that it was wearing clothes, because that means yeah. that it had some awareness of what a humanoid thing should look like, and it had a little bit of a style <laughs> to it, and it's mm-hmm. kind of intelligent. Like that's yeah. Can we talk about how? Oh man, it was when it was people, okay. and then it was arms, and then it was more people, and then it was arms on arms. Love oh, it. Yeah. The, glit- the glitchy little spare shit. Oh my god. Oh, I love it. So cool looking. I, love oh, I gotta find stuff. something for you quickly. Um, Someone on Tumblr. It reminds me of the thing. Posted art of like what it would look like if it were properly humanoid. I'll find it. Like that fu- that that weird hand fusion? Yeah, if it were properly oh, human. Yeah, uh, discount supervillain. Um, oh yeah, I love discount. Here, I'm uh, linking it. To you guys and everybody everybody there. listening Take a look. look up uh discount supervillain on tumblr um i want to just we can, we oh can, my like, god this... that's adorable i love that her. is so badass that is so cool yeah that is oh my god i love that's like psychedelic that is the cutest I, I fucking thing i've ever seen cool. uh, i wanted to just throw out right here like okay raven molesi or molesi and paul velico Great episode, guys, and I love all of these episodes of these people, and there's a weird kind of theme that runs through all of them if you watch them. I don't know. They're like, real, the episodes that they've done these two storyboarders 
they're not all like directly dark, but there's always some kind of weird like under like they did Island Adventure, which has this like underpinning of Sadie kind of being a little bit nuts for a second. Horror Club was <laughs> the whole oh, large thing. They did all of them. Wow, they did God. some good goddamn episodes. <laughs> they the did okay. I'm just gonna read them off really quickly. Frybo, Tiger Millionaire, So Many Birthdays, Coach Steven. Oh my God. Joking Victim. These guys have made like all my favorite. Yeah, seriously. Mirror Gem, Island Adventure, Keep Big City Weird, Warp Tour, Horror Club, Rosa Scabbard, The Return, Full Disclosure, Reform, and Keeping It Together. I know, they did an amazing job. Oh my God, this person's made, oh my God, they made the best episodes. So I just wanted to say that, like, shout out to them. They are the shit. I love Oh my God. That writing oh. is amazing. I know this was this was a good yeah. one. Hey, um, so I Dylan, I, uh, real quick, while we're still on the spooky, spooky part, uh, spooky, scary, <laughs> you mentioned spooky, uh, scary. You mentioned uh, when we like watched it that uh, would she killed the whatever that arm thing? Would she poof the arm thing? That uh, it looked like some dude killing a zombie for the first time and having to like reckon with. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is this, fucking yeah. spot on. It's entirely regardless reaction seeing like in every zombie movie when you see your friend turn into a zombie and you know you have to shoot him in the head but it's so hard to do like and it was it was more unsettling honestly because if it was Pearl that was in a situation I would expect that shit if it was Pearl having to do most things I would expect her to be emotionally disappointed. Garnet losing but her shit with Garnet Garnet being fucking frozen not even losing her shit being frozen that was terrifying as far as like adding fear to the character that she was looking at that's what made it so fucking spooky. Um, and I was going to say Ruby and Sapphire, because I wanted to move to that. That's a great, perfect segue. Ruby and Sapphire, um, these great, we got some actual dialogue. Whoa. To see oh, that was my favorite I, yeah, scene. Yeah, I, I like how they just took, you know, like two minutes throughout this whole thing to explain yeah. fusion Oh, mechanics. yeah, finally, yeah. So that, that confirmed they're not always talking to each other. They're their own thing. That's This is how we're, but they can talk, and we saw them talk. And honestly, if I had to pick between that or seeing the two actually split, I preferred Garnet talking that to That was such like a that. cool that way to do way. that. Me too. I think I think it it sort of it explains it. It's sort of almost like a slight form of schizophrenia in the way that like in general, yes, they are their own person. But when there's sort of like this like um like tension between the two halves, they will speak. They will kind of take yeah. over independently. Well, I, 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 I'm describing um, dissociative identity thing, disorder, but I see what you're saying. It's the big thing I like. Is oh, yeah, my really bad. I, I always freaking mix those two up. I apologize. The big thing I like is that it really does establish Garnet as like a third separate mm-hmm. entity from the two. Like yes. Garnet even says, like Garnet says, like in a way, because I'm the embodiment of love, even when they're split up, I still exist. But this is the thing all three of us. I'm not. To. Yeah, I don't also that, rules is what I liked. Yeah, also that there's yeah, also some yeah. of their parts that are greater than that. So I was wondering. I don't know if I believe it or not, but that future vision might honestly be something unique to Garnet. Yeah, no, I think, I think yeah, that's, that's, that's entirely plausible. Because I don't think Sapphire has that ability. I don't think Ruby has that ability. It also doesn't make sense necessarily to drop in that little nugget if there isn't going to be something brought up later or in any way implied eventually that that matters because if it was just like well we're oh, not technically as strong or as smart otherwise so yeah but yeah we know one of us is future vision like who gives a shit why the why even include that line unless that unless something about garnet specifically is not in either one of them i like that you a know lot. what i like about this episode so there's something um, they don't waste a single line of what? dialogue i think this episode was like, oh yeah you know, oh yeah um, this episode actually this is kind of getting into something i want to get into um because from a screenwriting perspective, uh, the thing that kind of fascinated me about this episode is that it's a very rare, um, especially for what's in the universes, for a story. 
No, 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 no. You're not. I. You are literally I was not following me at all. So stop. Literally. <laughs> so stop. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. Hey. <laughs> Maybe later. Um. We've we've That's been true. over the Go on. thing. All right. Anyway. Um. No, it's like in very very rare four act story because uh, the big thing I got and a ton of other people got is that um this episode feels like even for Steven Universe uh really short and I've got a question I actually want to raise about that that you guys might know the answer to in a few minutes but um because what you do Act One is basically the whole shirt folding scene yep and Act Two yep. is um everything up to until Peridot escapes. And then Act 3 is Steven, Garnet, and uh, the Cluster Hand Monster. And then you have, like, Act 4 after it. Because, like, Acts 1, 2, and 3 are kind of like a complete and full story. And I feel like in a lot of ways, um, when Garnet hoofs it, like, uh, I mean, that could have been, you know, like an incredible stopping point for the episode. And then you go into, like, Act 4, which is just Steven and Garnet. And I felt like it could have offered, you know, like, so much more. And I just kind of wanted that scene to go on and on. And then that one kind of stops. But, so that's just the interesting thing. It's like, Steam Universe, it told, like, the full story that I feel like would have normally taken up, um, you know, the full episode in, like, the first three acts. And then Act 4 kind of feels like something that needed more. So I think that's why, for a lot of people, this episode is so, like, jarringly, weirdly short. I, yeah. Even I though it's the same length as everything else. short because it's, you're right, it's four acts. And and then eleven. Yeah, minutes. it's very efficient, and they're trying to like pack in more yeah, than usual. It's yeah. a little. I, I'll, I will say the only thing about this episode is I wish it was forever long. You know. Oh, I could have watched oh, yeah. it forever. This like one. I wanted this. This episode I, needed to be longer than twelve minutes. And as much as I love the format, this is one episode I think where the format kind of hurts it rather than. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta ask because this is the thing I want to like. When did cartoons? start doing this thing like one specifically they start doing a thing where it's like okay from now on a new episode is one 11 minute short a week instead oh. of you know two 11 minute shorts a week making up like a new half hour well, block because when i was a kid that's what it was you it said was new two, Rats, yeah. new spongebob you got well if you, two if you 11 consider the, shorts and all the, the process going in of um board driven shows it it slows everything down a little bit when you have that much like control over one thing and there's a lot more work kind of, that's a weird, I don't know how to phrase it. Like if it's not like someone writes a script and then people pump out storyboards and it's all disconnected and then it goes to a place and then it's got way lower, you know, uh, not quality to it, but lower um, animation quality, honestly, to a certain point. It's, it's less tension paid to everything. They don't deal with everything to such a large degree. You pump out less things. And also when it's as serialized as something like this, it was a little. It changes everything. It might be a, a good way to I, guarantee. I, I wish I could gather my thoughts on this better. But it has downloads. Of yeah, I wish I could gather my thoughts better on this right now because I'm trying to figure out uh, a phrase. Okay, it's essentially I, the reason that it's. it's I think it has to do with the fact that this is a continuity-driven show, and like nine times out of ten, continuity-driven shows are almost always either a full hour or a half hour block, animated or not. Animated usually is a half hour block, and now that they're kind of like they're devoting all the story. Uh, to just a 10 minute block you sort of have to reformat the way the pacing and the way you tell the story because you have to fit it all in this short time and instead of like splitting it out into two parts and making it this big 30 minute thing it kind of takes a little bit longer because you're kind of telling the story in a very different I, way i think it might give well regular I mean, continuity stuff my is. complaint here is just like 
I'm subscribed to the show on iTunes. Like, I download the new episodes. And so right. the thing is, like, I have to wait every two episodes to get my downloads because they That's still consider, annoying. you know, that cluster, like, two episodes is one episode. That's, like, they officially release it. So I'm, like, I'm paying for this shit, but I can't rewatch it after it's been aired legally. That's shitty, yeah. So it's I'd like, like a way well, we're, to uh, give more control over what episode, like what order the episodes are viewed in. I don't know. Uh, that's, I mean, that's I'm saying that like, yesterday control, I got, so I got like sworn to the sword and rising tides, uh, crashing skies together, and now so like at the end of this week, it's like I'm not gonna get chill a tid on iTunes until what like the next episode comes after hiatus. Well, I was gonna two. say. Like that's gonna be like like that's I, I can I almost know. promise you that's some just bullshit with Amazon or iTunes or Google or whatever. Yeah, I don't but know. It's I don't blame the show. I don't blame the show because all those triggered after broadcast. That is a good but Anyways, I, we're yeah. we're hitting the end of this. So any last thoughts? Just oh. out there, I was gonna say adorable ending for this yeah. whole thing. Ending we're was so cute. I have one one more oh, quick yeah. thing. There is a quick shot of Amethyst in the kindergarten. Did you guys catch that? Uh, she mentions what, what about like what a travesty, terrible place the kindergartens. Are. Oh, and she responded for her yeah. reaction to it. Oh, I loved that; it was adorable. And she changed oh, the yeah. top. Oh yeah, she was like cr- scrunched over, scrunched over, kind of looking at stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Really yeah. Curious. It's like yeah. it's like the gems were like we need to go find a condom factory and fix it so no more animals <laughs> happen. Basically, yeah. <laughs> very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh god, this is a good one. Anything else? I love it. I love that they. I love. I love how Stephen addresses the elephant in the room. How do you get the plumbing to work up on this <laughs> yeah. thing? Finally, there's an answer. Magic. No more turns about that shit. Um, so, any more <laughs> thoughts until uh, Max gives his, his general Max? I got. Speech? I got nothing. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I. I. This. Oh God. This is. Yeah. This gave me like. I love this episode solely just because of the amount of lore that it gives us. And it's a good episode otherwise. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I think this is my... I don't know, okay, a quick quick, quick ranking. Do you think that Sworn to the Sword so far, or this sworn is the, the better episode of the bomb so far? I need some more time, Sworn, sworn to, to the, the sword, sword, but this is the best This is a great episode, but if I were going to show... Yes, I agree. Sworn to the Sword is probably best the best. Sworn to the Sword so is still best episode, Dylan. Best episode. Yeah, I, 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 best I episode, I, I, I'm on your side, I agree. So, uh, General Max, <laughs> lead us and uh, take us out, I guess. Actually, before I do, I just want to say, it was really fucking weird for me <laughs> leading the Pledge of Allegiance yeah. earlier, because I'm actually, like, fundamentally against the <laughs> I agree, of the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance. But this shit I'll do for comedy, God bless I America. hope you guys appreciate okay. that. <clears throat> Listen up, men! Today was our hardest battle yet. We went out onto the battlefield and found ourselves faced by monstrosities. Many people died. They took the bodies. I don't know what they're going to do with them. Some of the monstrosities even broke into our camps. A handful attacked Rhonda. Her condition's worse than ever now, and she's fallen into a coma. I don't know what's going to happen at this point, but we will have... Alright, we all love you. She's my love. Oh my god. Uh, this is the Ringo Zone. You can find us at the Ringozone.com, uh Ringo Zone Podcast. And tomorrow we're gonna Tumblr. Oh yeah. We are. Let me finish really quickly. Uh Ringozone Podcast at Tumblr.com or SoundCloud.com slash Ringozone. And who was our special guest? Oh me, I 
It's our special Tori. guest is going to be um, the person that into yeah the Tori uh, who uh, introduced both me and Evan to Steven Universe. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wonder how Tori's gonna feel about you two timing with Rhonda. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, can we Max? Can we can we take a minute and uh, point and laugh at Evan for having to miss the one Greg episode of the uh-huh. bomb? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, so we do too. We'll, we'll enjoy talking yeah. about it. All right. And I mean, I'd love it even more if Sabath just like talked up a storm <laughs> tomorrow and you missed that. <laughs> all right. We love you guys. We'll see you, see you tomorrow. We love Bye, all everyone. of you equally. Except for you, Todd. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Todd. <laughs>